Welcome to Uncommon Intuition. I'm your host, Christy Hansel. Let's talk about twin flames. Twin flames are also known as mirror souls. Twin flames are often confused with being a soulmate. A soulmate and a twin flame are very different soul experiences. A soulmate is from a soul group and shares the same energy as another soul. Soulmates vibe on the same level, but they're two different souls. So you're on the same energy frequency, but you're still two separate souls. A twin flame is the other half of a soul. This means that twin flames were once fused together as one soul. That is the key difference between a soulmate and a twin flame. When a twin flame chooses to incarnate, it splits into two parts. These two parts of the soul are then placed into two different human beings. They don't always incarnate at the same time, and they can be different ages, sexes, races, so on and so forth. Now, the true question is, why do twin flames do that? Why do they choose to split? The short answer is because it's a way to spiritually evolve through karmatic relationships. Twin flames elevate self-knowledge, self-acceptance, and self-love, bringing the soul into a higher level of consciousness. I think of twin flames as a shortcut to rapid spiritual growth. It happens quickly and in one lifetime so that the soul can move to the next level of consciousness in a shorter amount of time. So how can you tell if you're in a twin flame relationship? There's a few giveaways, like twin flames have the same mannerisms, similar life experiences, and intense love for each other. There is a sense of immediate, I mean immediate, familiarity, as if you've known each other your whole life. Twin flames can exist as romantic relationships or plutonic friendships, but either way, they are intense and life-changing. One of my listeners had a question about her relationship and why it was so on again and off again. Hi, my name is Michelle and I'm in question about a relationship I'm in with Paul. Um, he keeps leaving, coming back, leaving, coming back. Um... Basically, like, confused about our relationship all the time, and I'm not sure why he's so confused. And I don't know what to do. I'm having a hard time letting him go because I love him so much, and it hurts so much when he does this. Um, I don't understand it, and I don't know what to do. I want to let go, but then I don't. Thank you. Thanks for sharing, Michelle. I can just hear the pain and the confusion in your voice. And this is something I see a lot with twin flame relationships. That on again, off again phase is part of the seven stages of a twin flame relationship. I'm going to share these seven stages because I think it might resonate with you and with some of our listeners. So the first stage of a twin flame relationship is the seeking stage. This is when the awareness of lack starts to ignite within your soul. It sends you on a journey to find fulfillment. Think of someone going on a sabbatical to find themselves. This is a path of longing and searching for something that feels lost. Shadow work begins. I call this healing work. You seek to find closure and healing of past wounds from old relationships. 
It's an expedition into your higher self. It is an unquenchable yearning that drives you to delve further into the depths of your soul. You become more reflective and journal, go to therapy, meditate, participate in vision quests, and seek spiritual guidance. All of this is to repair your soul so that it becomes like a magnet, drawing your twin flame near like a moth to a flame. Now, this next stage is pretty exciting. After all, this is the stage where you physically meet your twin flame. But don't get too excited. You see, this is the chance encounter stage. You may not even be aware that you were in the presence of your twin flame. Think of it this way. If you were on a movie set as the main character on center stage and in behind you were the extras lolling about, you wouldn't necessarily be aware of the actors and actresses in the background. However, they were there and they were part of the scene. I have a perfect example of how a set of twin flames crossed each other's paths and never knew. This story starts out on a family vacation to Disney World. A little six-year-old girl and her siblings are posing in front of the Cinderella castle as her dad snaps a picture. Years pass, and the little girl grew into a young woman, and she got married. And one day, she sifts through a box of old family photos with her husband. Lo and behold, she comes across the Cinderella castle picture. Her husband holds the 4 by 6 photo in his hand and takes a closer look and notices in the background a family in mid-stride with a little eight-year-old boy wearing blue shorts and tall white socks. Honey, he declares, you won't believe this, and he darts off into the next room. He returns with his own photo album. He quickly strums through the pages until he lands on a picture, and the picture features a little boy with blue shorts and tall white socks. He exclaims, I was at Disney World too! He confirms the date and compares the two pictures. His wife's eyes grow big. She smiles and says, it appears we were meant to be. You see, when twin flames meet, it is if it were by magic. It feels coincidental and serendipitous. The next stage is connection. Eventually, your paths will cross in a more substantial way. There is an immediate connection between the two of you and an undeniable bond. The relationship shoots off like a rocket. You begin talking for hours on end as if you were catching up with an old friend. You can't bear to be apart and you try to soak in and understand every inch and part of their being. You feel fully supported. You become stronger, freer, and even bolder. You enjoy who you are when you're with your twin flame. There's more power, passion, and energy to draw from when you're together. You test each other's boundaries to see how far this bond extends. On to the next stage, separation. Inevitably, through the testing of boundaries, the euphoric feeling of the relationship begins to fizzle. One of you will end up being like a cat trying to claw its way out of a paper bag. Conflict arises, but you remain tethered to each other. As you pull in opposite directions, you're both snapped back to each other in a vicious cycle of on-again, off-again commitment. You begin to question your bond, but one of you will choose to finally walk away. You question your bond, and one of you will choose to finally walk away. Your self-esteem takes a hit. You feel as if you're nothing without them. You feel betrayed and grief-stricken. You are lost again. Pain is insurmountable. 
ah, but it is not over yet, you see, because we're coming on the chase phase. You are forever changed from the supernatural bond. You're left with questions and a void that grows darker within your soul. You chase after your twin flame. You are determined to get them back in your life. You do anything and everything that it would take. You're patient and supportive and you wait. You may find yourself trying to heal the relationship during this phase. You focus outwardly towards the other flame. You lose yourself in what once was and what could be. This is a dangerous outlook because twin flames are about clearing karma. You will get stuck in this phase until you realize you need to focus on yourself. Revelation. Once you become centered and focus inward, you will become like a magnet to your twin flame again. After all, that is what your twin flame is here to do. You see, they start you on your journey to seeking your higher self, and they set you on your path of healing, and they spur you on to growth. All the turmoil that a twin flame relationship brings is to bring about spiritual growth in order for you to awaken into higher consciousness. Ah, and the final phase one that everybody hopes happens, reunite. Once you have both experienced healing, there's a potential for the twin flames to become intertwined again. This is a kismet reunion that doesn't occur for every twin flame relationship. Let's talk about this reunion a bit more. When I think of a reunion, I think about getting back together with someone and perhaps living happily ever after. Although that may happen for a twin flame relationship, what is more likely to happen is closure. This is where the twin flame meets once again. They talk, they come to an understanding, there's an acceptance on both parts. They conclude their spiritual growth and tumultuous relationship. There's a sense of peace and wholeness that is felt deep within the soul. They no longer feel like something is missing. They are both able to be free of one another at long last. They can live separately and no longer fill that insatiable void. With whatever reunion occurs, there is a deep sense of individual wholeness. This is why I always say I would rather have an equal partner than a twin flame. Twin flames have a certain mysticism to them that can be romanticized, but the reality is, even though twin flames can be exhilarating and magical, they can also be turbulent and exhausting. There is no in-between with twin flames. They are usually one extreme or the other. Remember, the main purpose of a twin flame relationship is rapid spiritual growth. If you find yourself in a twin flame relationship, my best advice to you is not to forget who you are. Don't get lost in the excitement of the relationship because if you want to get to the reunion stage, it will take a deep dive into your soul. You will have to find yourself, accept yourself, and surrender to the journey. Up next, a love reading. For this episode's card reading, I'm using the Romance Angels Oracle Cards by Doreen Virtue. I've pulled three cards, and boy, they really relate to that twin flame relationship, so I can't wait to read them. The first card says, Unrequited Love. 
it has a picture of a woman and this beautiful gown and there's a man he kind of looks like a three musketeer and he's bending over and kissing her hand the card says there's not enough attraction or chemistry to keep this relationship going Oh, can you tell what stage that this relationship is in if it's for a twin flame? That on-again, off-again stage. Now, the next card, it has three or four people on there, and they're all wearing masks. One of them's putting their hand on the other's shoulder, and they almost looked taken aback, kind of frightened. The card says, someone is wearing a false mask in this relationship. Deception. So to me, that would be that separation phase of that twin flame relationship. It's been so much of testing the boundaries and you just break. You can't take any more. The deception's too much. It's too great. And then the last card, it's like taking place in Italy on the water, perhaps the Venice Canal. has an angel kind of guiding the boat for these two star-crossed lovers. Card says honeymoon. Enjoy the bliss of holiday time together. This could be either that connection stage or perhaps it's the reunion stage. You're both happy in this moment, together, connected, reunited. Up next, a meditation. For this episode's meditation, I'm going to choose to read a passage out of You Can Heal Your Life by Louisa Hay. After all, twin flame relationships are all about spiritual growth and healing. In the affinity of life where I am, all is perfect, whole, and complete. Each one of us, myself included, experience the richness and fullness of life in ways that are meaningful to us. I now look at the past with love and choose to learn from my old experiences. There is no right or wrong, nor good or bad. The past is over and done. There's only the experience of the moment. I love myself for bringing myself through this past and into this present moment. I share what I am and who I am, for I know we are one in spirit. All is well in my world. Thanks for listening today. I appreciate each and every one of you. If you have a question for the podcast, go to uncommonintuition.com and click on the podcast link. If you haven't already done so, think about subscribing. No pressure. Until next time.